Hello and welcome to On Wisconsin, a podcast where four friends just sit around and talk nonsense about sports. Uh, I'm Brady. I am the intro guy. To my left here is uh, the buttons guy, Jeremy. Say hello. Hi, stranger. Uh, down in uh, Georgia is the sellout guy. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I actually, at selloutcorp on Twitter. Follow me, at selloutcorp. Yeah, literally, literally that, was, that was very on brand. All right, and uh, the I mean he's he's just built. I mean I don't I don't need to describe him as anything different than just he's built. You know, how you doing? Hello, friends. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. Uh, so today we got a great show for you. Maybe probably our best ever. Um, so you know, you're gonna want to stick around for this one. Third week in a row being the best show. Ever. Oh, I mean because we're always improving and we're always better than you know good, better, best. We get better, we show up, and we put our heads down, we get to work, and we just go one day at a time getting better. That was nice. That was great. No pressure, no diamonds. All right, uh, so uh, to start off, we've got uh, our weekly life updates. Um, Mike, do you want to start us off with life updates? Uh, yeah, actually, so since I'm a sellout... Um, one of the thing I'm a, I'm actually an, an encyclopedia salesman, so I go door to door. Um, and so this this week when I was going door to door, I was going uh, door to door in a neighborhood. Um, had about probably 200 houses. I probably knocked on 180 of them. So I was you know 90 percent of the way through. Um, and no one had told me that it was a no soliciting neighborhood. I'm still not sure if it is. Um, but some lady informed me of it while she was walking her dog. And um, so what I, I did was I, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see that it was a no soliciting. I didn't see the sign anywhere. And she said, it doesn't have to have a sign. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, so w- what is the area that I should not be soliciting it? And she yelled back at me and said, don't you dare argue with me. I'm like, okay, so this is, this is going pretty well. Um, and then, so I said, okay, so which, which area I need, like, I, where can I not door knock? And then, um, she like went to pretty much tell me that the entire, um, city of Aiken, South Carolina is a no soliciting city. So, which just isn't true. Um, (laughs) and so then I decided once she was out of view to go and, 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 you know, go to a couple other doors. Um, and I hear her behind me just openly slandering my good name. Um, and talking to the neighbor saying, uh, did the solicitor come by to your place? And like, just saying that I was like super argumentative and I wasn't. Um, and so then I decided, okay, I'm just going to leave this neighborhood. And so as I was walking back to my car, someone came, um, out from their house and said, Oh, Hey, are, are you, are you the one that is selling encyclopedias? And I said, yes, I am. And so we talked about encyclopedias for about five minutes. I informed them about uh, my job and how we did uh, encyclopedia work. Um, and so this is where it gets good. Okay. Because as soon as I tell this guy about it all, I turn around and this lady is standing in the middle of the street, staring at me, like just with her dog, staring at me and so my jaw dropped because she obviously followed me um and she's like i will call the cops uh and i was like ma'am he approached me and she said don't you dare effing argue with me i was like oh my god um and then uh so at this point i'm like i'm just trying to leave he approached me and so it's super awkward for this guy and um so I try like walk by her and and uh, you know she put me over the edge. She said if you were a reputable a reputable uh, uh, respectable 
that's what I was looking for. She's like, if you were a respectable company, then you wouldn't have to be going door to door. And I informed her how respectable my encyclopedia company was. And then I told her she was miserable and that um, she should call the cops on me. Um, but the cops haven't showed up yet. So um, that's my life update. Oh, my um, God. Georgia's, Georgia's a, a wild place, man. Wow. Right, we need a name for your stories from the South. We need like a catchy old I like plantation from type. The South. That's pretty good. It kind of works. Yeah. Could be better. We're we'll workshop it. it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we'll workshop it. We're, we're getting better every day. I, that's astonishing, Mike. Uh, Bill, do you want to go next? I don't know if you can top that story. I don't know if any of us will. Yeah. Ever. Well, the thing is, I'll just come around and say it as I can't. Uh, it's not topable, but, um, my life, unfortunately, or maybe actually fortunately is not as exciting and wild as, as his, um, the only really notable thing that's happened to me since we last, uh, discussed was, um, he, oh, we got, uh, he got dish now at my house. So that's fun. Nice. We, we dropped charter cable, but we still have that damn charter internet. But haven't you seen those commercials? Uh, I will discuss in a little bit. Haven't you seen those commercials that chart that uh, dish bad char- cable or charter good? I I have, but I, I guess I uh, I they didn't win me over. The you telling me the mummy didn't win you over the Grim Reaper? Oh yeah, those those humorous commercials. No, I didn't. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I like those commercials. I don't know what is, you're talking is, about. Is that is that is that your whole life update? Is that it? Yeah, I mean, okay, that's, that's pretty much the, the long fine. and the short of it. Hey, you know what? Short and sweet. That's 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 how that's how I. I am absolutely like judging your life update. Okay. Well, Mike, if we're gonna throw on judgment, yours did drag on a little bit, and so uh, I, mean, I almost if fell we're gonna be if we're gonna be like it ended strong, but you really meandered to get there. But yeah, you know, that's I was I wasn't gonna fine. say that though. But then you had to criticize Bill. Oh, that's okay. Um, that's uh, okay. Jeremy. Uh, like I said, I'm just trying to get better, okay? Jeremy, do you want to stop Mike from talking and tell us about your thing? Sure. Mine's pretty exciting. I had my first phone interview for summer internships yesterday, and that was a wild experience. Setting up some more, talking to hopefully Florida Gulf Coast later in the week. So we need to really Ooh. reminisce about Dunk, Dunk City. City. Yeah, we need to really, I need to up my Dunk City knowledge and really, really wow them. So I mean, all, you, all we have to do is watch like two minutes of that tournament. And you know everything, so. Okay, well, you know, we just need a little bit of details. Maybe some player names, maybe like how far they made yeah. it. No, it doesn't matter. city that's all you need to know yeah do they have like a hand thing you can do like you can walk in the office and do like something like this or you know it's gonna be oh it'll be over the phone i'm not going down to florida in the next coming week that's not happening they're flying him down there for a combine (laughs) are you going to be wearing pants um i think so okay jeremy Jeremy, what's your uh what's your what's your biggest strength that i'm too full of no weaknesses. Some people would say he cares too much, that he works too hard, and that he actually pays too much attention to detail. 
I just, just, that's just things I've heard. Those are actually like those. Those strengths are actually some of my weaknesses. Actually. <laughs> yeah, you know what you should do if they ask you a question, you gotta say, uh, "Let me answer your question by asking you this," and you just throw it right back at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm what they call a workhorse or a bell cow. If you will. <laughs> Yeah, you just gotta like make references to their basketball team with all the questions. And it is for the and it is for the basketball team. So it's Dunk City all day. That's all I need. Dunk City, Dunk City. Um, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, what, no matter what they ask you, just like, hey, and so what's what's your biggest weakness? Um, dunk City. I can't dunk. Dunk City. <laughs> That's my biggest weakness. I can't dunk. Ooh, see that might that might be. A yeah, don't tell them that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Tell them that. What are you don't doing? Them you don't actually tell them. You don't actually tell the truth when you answer those questions anyway. Answer everything with just Dunk City. <laughs> Nine, eleven. <laughs> All right. How do you uh, think Brady, what's, what's your life update, man? Um, mine is, like, probably even more, like, judgment-worthy than Bill's. Like, I don't, like, my life, nothing really happened this week. I worked a day. I read a lot for school. And then I Nerd. eat cheeseburgers and sweet potato fries every day for lunch <laughs> that's wow that's my uh sometimes it's apple juice sometimes it's a kickstart sometimes it's a rock star if we really need some extra c- caffeine but it's always a cheeseburger and uh and then the sweet potato fries so that's my whole life do you feel like a rock star after you drink a rock star no i feel like i want to die after i drink a rock star because they're it's just so much sugar and nonsense nice. but there's so much caffeine in them so it's yeah. absolutely worth it. So I'm gonna ask a quick little poll question. Um, in my, I'm gonna judge you, Brady. So in my opinion, sweet potato fries are trash. Oh God, so bad. I hate them. Thank you. The yes. I will, I there will concede is. that like you have Three to have one. like good sweet potato fries if you like really high quality yeah, ones see, for people is, to like the not. The thing is, like, I always hear that about foods like, oh, you just haven't had it like properly. It's like, well, maybe it's just a trash well, food. No, what, what, so, what, I, what I'm saying is that you either get really really good sweet potato fries, then like those are good. But like if you just get like average sweet potato fries, they're shit. And so like I get it. But like the ones that they do at the school, since they since they never have them pre made, they always have to like get them up like fresh for me, and so they're always crispy. But as soon as they get mushy, they're bad. That's the thing is you gotta have crispy sweet potato fries. The last time I ate sweet potato fries, I I did it for five dollars, and then I threw up. Yeah, you were such a baby. You're such. So, yeah. I remember that. You were a big old baby when baby. it comes to food. Yeah, that was like three weeks ago. Ah, that's bad. Um. Okay. Uh, so are we moving on to the purge, to our purge? Yeah, we should. Sure. Brad, do you want to explain the purge to the people? Uh, so in order to maintain perfect, um, uh, object, objectivity and to remove ourselves, or or to rid ourselves from all our biases, uh, we do a purge at the beginning where we just, uh, we just let out everything that is emotional and irrational and, uh, we get it out of our systems at the beginning. So then the rest of the podcast we we know will be guaranteed non-biased. Per- so, perfectly objective. Perfect. Yeah. So like, so like you can't, you cannot question our objectivity on anything because right. we do this purge. Like it's, it's all perfectly objective. Right. And since we're saying this out front, it, that's, I mean, that's, this is objective. It too. makes it true. Yeah. I mean, it's just true. So, uh, I don't know who wants to start. If anyone in particular wants to start or I can get us going. You got, you guys go first. Okay. So this week I'm doing a, a purge for the podcast. Um, you know, we've got a few podcasts out now. 
and uh, we're, so we're starting to get some of the uh, the metadata about our podcast. You know, we're just doing some advanced metrics, just breaking things down, and uh, we're kind of a big deal now. So I'm gonna be the ego for the podcast today and just uh, just brag, and uh, so so nobody else will get too big of a head. But I, I'm gonna have to have a big head figure for a second. So uh, just to start off, fastest growing podcast in the country. I'm calling it right now. After our first podcast, we had 13 views. I mean, that's that's going from zero to anything other than zero. That's an insane growth rate. You can't even calculate that growth rate so fast. Also, we are not just a, a regional show. We are all the way out in Indiana. Shouts out to our two Indiana listeners. You guys are the best. Um, unless you voted for Mike Pence, then you should probably stop listening. But that's fine. Whatever. Um, also, we had a peak of 15 downloads on our best podcast ever. And, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the big one five, that's a big milestone. I don't i don't see any other podcasts even getting close to that ever. So um, we're the greatest of all time, and we are only going to get bigger. So uh, ESPN should probably get on the wagon, the, the wagon now before we get to, uh, too big for them, you know, because, you know, I don't want to – I don't like to deal with small fries, but, you know, if they get in early – why do you think ESPN is buying up all the local Fox? They know we're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Fox is huge in, in the Midwest. They got they got a big they got a big control of the, the sports market up here, and they know that uh, we're coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got to stay humble though, guys, and just keep grinding because um, no, we we've already arrived. We're the greatest of all time. We're the greatest of all time. Go. Yeah. Go. Speaking of greatest all time, I'll chime in here. Um, it's Michael Jordan's birthday. I'm done. I don't know. Um, okay. Here's my anti-purge to Jeremy's purge. Uh, LeBron James just passed Michael Jordan in win shares. Ooh. Get out of here. Tip for tap. Go ahead, Bill. And I'll be off. Everybody knows So it. my purge, uh, I'll, be, I'll be purging about Charter Internet um, <laughs> because we are paying $70 a month for 100 meg internet, and we have not been getting near those speeds, so... Call them up and uh, go, hey, uh, Charger, what's the deal? You guys have been just really, you know, you've been uh, throttling us. And they go, oh, we're sorry. Our bad. Let's take a look. And they go, and they go, oh, it seems that we have you on a shared connection instead of the dedicated connection that you should be on. Which, as soon as I heard that, I just go, huh. I wonder how many people they do that to. I mean, it's got to be everybody where they just they say, oh, yeah, we'll upgrade your speeds, and then they don't do anything, and they just hope you don't notice. I mean, th- I mean, I feel like that's got to be a widespread tactic. I'm, I've had I just, the charter people show up to my house in Rosemount and just, like, yeah, they said they made our internet better, and I noticed nothing different. But, hey, this is <laughs> one of our sponsors. We shouldn't be disparaging them like this. It's yeah, a big sham. It's a big sham. It's, you know, they can do all means what they can do. They can sponsor these nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, my purge, uh, I don't actually have that much, uh, that much to purge about. I, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty objective. Um, the Badgers are officially back, I guess, after beating Purdue, so that's pretty cool. Um, they're going to continue... Uh, forward win the Big Ten uh, tournament and go on to lose in the Sweet 16 um, to Florida. So uh, that's going to be pretty wild stuff. Um, but yeah, that's it for me for the purge. So um, I don't really have much more. I'm, I feel like I'm going to be perfectly objective for the rest of the show. 
That's good. That's good. Does anybody else have any other biases they need to? Oh no, I'm clean. Excise? I'm clean. Right. No, I I am pure of heart. That's good. Okay, so so now yeah, so now we're good. All of our takes are perfectly objective, and you can't say we're wrong. Um, so to start off uh, locally, Mike just touched on it, uh, but we can talk about it a little bit more. The Badgers are back, and we have a, uh, a court storming at the Kohl Center as they took down number six ranked Purdue in one of the greatest Cinderella stories of all time. Yeah, I mean, can you? It's I mean, it's 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 David versus Goliath that there were five Goliaths. Like <laughs> the the fact that this happened um, and, and everything was going against the Badgers at this point. Um, and they, they come out and, and they beat um, arguably the best team in the nation. Um, and, uh, and then they get to storm the court and have fun. And, and so they're, they're back. The Badgers are back. Um, and and I, that's just like we just did our purges. So that's completely objective. They're, they're back. So, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy, would you like to comment on this? Can you name one player on Purdue's roster? Yeah, I can. Is Bill Haas still there? Um, yes, that, he is. That giant, that giant white, seven foot white kid who can like barely run. Is his, his first yeah. name? Is his first name Bill? You need to look at that right now because I feel like that's very wrong. I don't. Th- I think Bill Haas is a golfer. Honestly, I know um, the you last name is right. I'm, on it. For I'm you. on it. I'm on it, Dan. I okay. like that you just ran um, with Also, that they have that Schwenigan kid or whatever. No, nope, right? they, no, they, they do not. They do not have He's Caleb Swanigan. Uh, I knew that was coming. They do not have Caleb Swanigan anymore. Um, um, oh, are you telling me, move, you, telling me you don't know Aaron Wheeler? PJ Thompson holding it down, the senior guard, 5'10", a buck 85? You're telling me you don't know Ryan Klein, junior guard, 6'6", buck 95? I call him K-Money. What's this Haas guy's first name? Ethan. I want to say it's Ethan. It's Isaac. Isaac, Isaac. Haas, 7'2", center. That's close. 290. That's they have a redshirt freshman who's 7'3". Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Bill Haas is Bill Haas, I'm on it there. Yeah. That just sounds like he's 70 with a name like that. Pro go- Bill Haas is a golfer. Hey, Mike, you're right about that one. Thank you. William Harlan Haas is an American professional golfer who plays on the PGA Tour and won the 2011 FedEx Cup. Wow. William oh, when- Harlan Haas. That's a good name. What's his uh, world ranking? Um, I don't know. Man, that's not that's not readily available on his Wikipedia page. So right, fair enough. So okay, he's, he's top two then probably. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's probably the the goat. He's pretty close to Hostler, so only be half the half. Speaking the, of uh, Bo Hostler, how's that coming, Mike? Are we getting him on the show soon? Yeah, he hasn't tweeted back at me yet, but yeah, I, he I'm doesn't know good. who you are. I know it's because I changed my handle. I'll get yeah. someone on it. We're gonna get him on the show. Why don't Why don't you have your people call his people? Okay, yeah, I can do that. I just didn't okay. want to go that route. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so the other thing locally, then, right, is uh, Bill. Do you want to update us on the Bucks? Because none of us actually care about the Bucks, and uh, we just defer to you to to let us know what's going on in in uh, in Milwaukee. Okay. So here's the thing. So the NBA deep state is very real. <laughs> um, so, as you have heard in previous episodes, and I'm sure fans of the NBA have known this for a while, uh, the Bucks fired Jason Kidd uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and since he was fired, um, 
we've ranked first in the NBA in opponents points per game, first in the NBA in opponent field goal percentage, first in the NBA in opponent three-point field goal percentage, first in defensive rating, and fourth in net rating. Which sounds very good, and we're uh, you know we're a couple couple games over 500, um, and then you get the meat and potatoes of it, and you look at who we've played, and that's where everything falls apart, <laughs> because since January 22nd, the day we fired Jason Kidd, we've played Phoenix, Brooklyn, the Bulls, the 76ers without Simmons and Embiid, the T Wolves, the Knicks. The Nets again, the Knicks again, Miami, Orlando, uh, Hotland, and Denver. And we've lost three of those games. And those three losses are at Minnesota, which is a good team, at Miami, which is a good team, somehow, always against the Bucks. They just play really well. And then at the Nuggets, which is another good team. So basically what that means is the Bucks are good when they play against garbage and not as good when they play against good teams. And also Jason Kidd somehow coached the game against the Nuggets because they shot 24 threes. Well, good deal. Um, so the Bucks are back. Is that what I heard or what's going on there? It's back if you close your eyes and don't think about it. Great. That's, <laughs> how, I, that's how I live my entire life. So, um, Okay, that's all we have locally, right, boys? Yes. That's yes. on to the national segment. Okay, go ahead, Brady. Well, uh, I think you actually have something for us here, Mike. You just uh, oh, I do. Just a quick um, little, just a quick little, you know, a little quick hitter, just a little pop. Yeah. Out. Well, so we don't like to get you know political on this podcast, um, but there was some great sound um, from. First off, I just have a question for you guys: Is it is it weird? And and for context, this is there's that there's been a, a, a video going around of some Fox News lady who's telling LeBron James to shut up and dribble or whatever. Um, but uh, the video, she's saying that because there was a video with Carrie Champion, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant driving around Akron um, and talking about things. And, of course, um, politics comes up. Is why, are, is why was Kevin Durant there? Does anyone know? They were like, uninterrupted. They were they were doing the uninterrupted thing, so it's like the it's like LeBron's media outlet. So like, I think it must have just been a planned thing. Is there another sport where, like, two of the top, whatever players in the sport are going to be seen doing something together during the middle of the season? Well, it is All Star Weekend. They didn't have anything going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, LeBron better have something going on. He better be training for the All-Star game. Why, so his I team mean, can he... lose? No, because we need team, team Steph. Steph. Walker doesn't lose. Team so... Steph, Bill. Mm. Team Steph. Team Steph. It's, actually, okay. it's actually officially Team Kemba now instead of Team LeBron because Kemba's the captain. So, I mean, they're still going to lose. It doesn't matter who you put out there as captain. As for your question, Mike, no. I mean, I can't think of much. NFL players like to hang out. I don't know when they got all off season probably though. But yeah, I guess his question was middle of the season, so no, you really don't see too much of that unless it's. I mean, these are these two people are going to be like teammates. Two people in the final, yeah, teammates, right? Are going to be the the people in the the finals? Like they're going to be playing each other, right? This is like seeing Bird and Magic riding around in a car, driven by I don't know. Well, they didn't probably allow 
late well, yeah, but back then. Okay. So I don't know, some guy. Jay Chillin, yeah. just you know, letting Bird and, who who Bird would be, and Magic were like friends though. So are Kevin Durant and LeBron. I know, but I'm just yeah, whatever. Fine. Okay. Anyways, here <laughs> here's the sound. Uh, we don't really need to discuss it afterwards. It's just it's it's real nice. If we had an invite, we're not going to the White House. LeBron, you called the president a bum. Yeah, straight up. How do you? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> All right, and then. Uh, the next thing we've got here, because it is a slow sports week, and you know we don't really like to talk about sports too heavily, really get the deep dive. Jeremy's got a great sound here. I don't know when it was from, but Jeremy, you want to break it down for us? So there's just a video surfaced today on my Twitter feed. It's some college baseball player. And this guy, the announcer for whoever, I can't even read. The video is so choppy. I can't even read necessarily what teams they are. But this broadcaster just, well, here's this kid's um, likes and dislikes and his hobbies and his player profile. But he can't quite seem to understand what it's all about. So he's watching it or he's trying to read it to everybody and it's not making any sense and I'm just going to play it for you and let you try to figure out what he's doing. Let me go word for word what some of these are for Eli Krause. He enjoys magnets. It's an interesting hobby. He fears goblins and ghouls so let's hope that nothing pops out anywhere. Chisholm a fly out to left in the first inning. One, two up and away. What else we got here? Superstition is turning off every light three times to stay alive. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh my god. So, do you think that he read that beforehand? Or do you think it was just put put in front of him and he just started reading and was like what is this i sincerely believe it was just middle of the game somebody's like hey here's his he came up to bat here's his player profile he's like what the hell am i looking at who is this goddamn kid okay i'm gonna read these anyway see if the listeners have anything they know anything about this so shouts out to any of our listeners all 15 of you if you know about that reference and if you don't maybe just stop listening um, I have a, I have a conspiracy theory. I think that there was just some intern who was supposed to be in charge of like these like college tw- like these college player bios. Like he was supposed to like give him like a, like a fast facts sheet on all the players, and he like forgot about it until the day of, and so he just took his Twitter bio and copy pasted it, and then that's why it was just so he just had no idea what was going on. I like that. I'm in. Yeah, I'm all in on that. I am. Because that's I what am. I would have done. Um. Now, though, I, I would like to discuss the the goblins and, and ghouls thing. Um, let's let's put the conspiracy theory aside. How, at what point in life do you become afraid of, of goblins and ghouls? I think it's a born trait with most people. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a genetic thing. Like you know how people are scared of you know like like lions and spiders because of you know because cave people you know they had to be afraid of them to survive. So I think it's just kind of. It's kind of uh, like deep in, in the recess of your brain. It kind of just comes, it's a it's a primeval thing. Yeah. Do you think you... Do you think it's tough for him to watch um, to watch? Well, now he's on Jacksonville. Do you think it was tough for him growing up to watch New York Giants football games with Coughlin on the side because that person is a goblin? 
That's or a is he point. a ghoul? Because um, he could be either. No, he's a goblin. Okay. Because he's he's probably not a uh, big Rick Pitino fan either. <laughs> Rick Pitino does look like a ghoul. <laughs> is there anyone else in sports who looks like a ghoul or a goblin? Who's that? Who's that NBA coach who looks like a vampire or whatever? Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Snyder. <laughs> the, yeah. The jazz coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Quinn Snyder. He's who a else? For, okay, let's really try to think here, really quick. Who actually does just look very ghoulish and gobliny? I can't think of many. Yeah, I'm trying to. What, what, oh, what I mean, I coach. Joe Joe Pa before he went. <laughs> Joe Pa looked kind of yeah. those ears. Those ears give you a gobliny feel. Yeah, they were kind of bat like. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what about uh, this Coach K? I feel like when he gets kind of into it, Bob Ryan. I think uh, around the horn, Lou, Bob Ryan. I think Lou Holtz is like is like the good version of a like a he's like he's like a, he's he's like a, a goblin he's a elf. Yeah, he's like a goblin, but like he's like a good he's like a good alignment. So like he just he he's always just smiling and he's he's, he's like one of the he's like one of the seven dwarves, but like if you aged them six hundred years, or like and Bob he's like, Ryan, he's just dopey. <laughs> I think that is a good one. Bob Ryan, uh, maybe Hubie Brown. Yeah, Bob Ryan's Hubie Brown's steady. another like one of the like. Hubie Brown looks like a goblin. You're right, and he sounds like. Oh man, don't get me started with Hubie Brown. I got I got issues with Hubie Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he's really bad. <laughs> I'm not too. I I like Hubie. I think he's really bad and annoying. Um, but yeah, that's for another time. <laughs> um, all right, so um, then. Uh, what's next on the uh, on the on the list here for things? Uh, I got the, uh, I've got our our bridge to the Olympics here because you know it is the Olympics. We have to talk about it, but none of us watch it. So so instead, speak we're for talk yourself, about, man. Okay, none of us watch it unless you're gonna lie about it, like Mike. Um, Over under so, five and a half minutes, Mike has watched of the Olympics. I'm going under of live Olympics under. I because oh, watching highlights don't count. Doesn't count. Taking the under heart. Oh, would you like me to answer that? Get yeah. a comment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. If you put it at over or under one millisecond, I would have been under. <laughs> yeah. That's so it's not. So it's not. Okay, that's good. Um. But so here's here's how we can talk about it and have fun at the same time. So. There is a, there's a story here on Vice that popped up on my Twitter feed that uh, a, a Colorado teen, he's 17 years old, he's competing in a, a snowboarding event, and he his name is Red Gerard, and uh, so here's here's the story. He, uh, Hold on, what is his name? Red Gerard. His his name is it's Red. Red R E D, and then like from that 70s show. Yes. Or like Morgan Freeman's character from Shawshank Redemption. Or like Red Auerbach. Yes. (laughs) Which side note? Did you guys see the funny name? Did you guys see the 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 Boston Police Force for for Black History Month honored Red Auerbach because he hired because he like hired some of the first African Americans. He drafted Bill Russell and let Bill Russell be a coach. Like that's who they honored for Black History Month. (laughs) Yeah, an actual black person. Okay. Anyways, so I Red Gerard. Like name though. So I, Red, just, I think I might name my kid Red Arbach Burns. <laughs> I'm gonna hyphenate his first name. <laughs> Which would part like Red R, R- E like R hyphen E? No, he's gonna no, name no, his no, first no. His Red first Arbach. name is gonna be the full name. Oh, so <laughs> so Red. 
How do you pronounce that last name? Auerbach. Okay, I thought so. It's going to be Red Hyphen Auerbach. No middle name, Burns. Okay. I like it. I'm with you. Yeah. It's Thanks. like Carl Anthony Towns. Right. People well, forget true. his last name isn't Anthony Towns. It's Carl Anthony. And I'm just going to tell my kid that he's, he's named after someone um, who gets honored during Black History Month for all the sacrifices they made. Good. So back to this Olympics. <laughs> yeah, so the Colorado teen, Red, Red Gerard was his name. Uh, he's 17 years old. And he, so he uh, passed out during an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Saturday night. And he had to compete Sunday morning. And he, so he passed out watching Netflix. He overslept, and he overslept through his phone alarm in the morning. His buddy, who was there with him, woke wakes him up late and is like, "Hey, man, I think you're supposed to be at the snowboarding competition." He freaks out, loses his jacket, has to borrow his buddy's jacket, and then just goes and wins the gold medal because we can send children to the Olympics, and it doesn't matter how hard they try; they're just better than the rest of the world. And uh, also, after he won. He uh, he was celebrating on uh, NBC like they have. They were filming him hugging his family, and he just yelled "Holy fuck!" and they just got on there, and they couldn't censor it, and it was the best. I I have a few questions here about about red. Okay, the the first question that I have is one: Does this prove is he a millennial? Is he a millennial? Is that what he's seventeen? Is that absolutely a millennial? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, does this just prove that millennials are just the, the best generation? I mean, he literally doesn't like didn't even care about this, and he just goes and he wins gold. I have a quote to kind of add to this. He said, quote, I actually said going into all the contests that I'd love fourth place, but first place is better. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is... He wasn't even trying like, to win. Set expectations know- low enough, and then you exceed them. That's how we work. Whoever took second in that race, I know who took second in that race. Um, what is his name? His name was uh, Max Parrot or Perot, I'm guessing. Max Perot is pissed. He's, he's from Canada. That's what I'm saying. If you're Max, <laughs> if you're Max Perot, and like, how annoying would that be? If you're, if you grind, and, and and not that art hasn't, you know, grinded, but you grind to get to the Olympics, and this kid just kind of like wakes up and is like, oh shit, I gotta, you know, go win gold, and just shows up and wins. He overslept. Like, he set a phone alarm for the Olympics. The dude Netflix binged himself into a coma. (laughs) This just proves that that the millennials are are the best generation. And that Canada is always going to be second place to number one. Right. That's some wild See, the thing that blew me away about the story was that, like, we're sending literal children to, like, compete against the entire world. Like, Like, he is a child. We're sending literal children, and he's just, you know, just beating adults it doesn't matter art can't even get himself a pack of smokes <laughs> his name do you think do you think other who said art like, god mike called so okay his name's art now where did I you mean, get isn't art that what, from isn't that what makes america america yeah mike where did you, why did you call him art doesn't matter his name's yeah. art now i called him art yes you called yeah, him you art did. and then i just did piggybacking off of yours so his name's art now i don't yeah, even know that our seven uh, the u.s uh, what 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 event did he even win? It was it was the uh, snowboard. Yeah. Snowboard what? It just says three snowboard. Whatever. So the seven he the seventeen year old United States 
the 17-year-old United States gold winner in the snowboard competition is named Art now. Congratulations, yeah. Art. We're proud of you. Oh, and then one, you already, one last... You already had a very old-timey name, but we gave you one even older. One last uh, <laughs> little tidbit um, about his family and just how stereotypically American they are. His family had been shotgunning beer. The reason that like, there were no adults near him to wake him up is that his family had been shotgunning beers at the finish line since 8.30 that morning, and so they were all just shit-faced as soon, like, when he won, and so, like, they didn't... That's why he was a 17-year-old getting himself ready for the Olympics by himself. Sounds, sounds like a real American hero, if yes, you ask me. How is, great would it have been if you'd have missed it, and they're just hammered as shit at the bottom of the of the, uh, of the snow hill, and he, he just never shows up. They, they were going to hug whoever came across that line first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There he is. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. Okay, Mike, you you wanted to do something fun with the Olympics. You had you had something. I, I fun did. Else. I did. Um, because I spent so much time watching the Olympics, I found myself believing that the announcers are actually just making up terms for tricks that are being pulled off in in different sports. Um, and so I, what I wanted to do is is list some of the tricks that we have. Uh, going for like that i've heard the names of um and i want you guys to try to tell me which sport they're from and what the actions of the trick are all right sounds good Chance. all right so number one i got the lincoln loop um that's speed yikes. skating the lincoln loop speed skating. yeah speed the lincoln skating. Loop. um shh, that's gonna be i'm gonna go um I'm going to go uh, luge on that one. <laughs> okay. You guys pick two sports that they don't do tricks in. It doesn't have to be a trick. It can be a maneuver. Is that true? Or are these all tricks? These are these are tricks. That's, that, that's oh, what I thought. Well, then I changed my answer. I stand by speed skating. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to go with figure skating. I'm going to change my answer from the luge to um, the men's downhill freestyle. Ooh, that's, uh, it is skiing. What? Uh, the Lincoln Loop, the skier does a single inversion with no spin, basically a cartwheel where the rider flips to the side in a barrel roll. So um, was that right? Yeah, you were right. That's skiing. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Uh, this one's called the Death Spiral. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a snowboarding half pipe, right? I'm going to stick with figure skating. I'm going to say that's when... Wait, what's it called again? The Death Spiral. Oh, Death Spiral? That's when you're doing the bobsled and you flip it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wish Bill was right. Uh, Brady is correct. It's an element in pair skating in which the woman skates uh, on a deep edge with her body close to the ice and skates in a circle around the man who is in a low pivot position and holding her by the arm. Is that like the Flying Lotus? That's what I was going to say. The Iron Lotus. <laughs> the Iron Lotus, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. And then uh, lastly here, we Jesus have the Bloody Christ. Dracula. That's fake. Just, <laughs> that's just You just threw one in there at the end that's not real. Uh, no, it is. It no, is no, that one's Wikipedia. definitely speed skating. Um, I'm going to go with uh, snowboarding. And Bill, are you going to stick with the fault? It's just not real. <laughs> well, if it is real, and it's called the Bloody Vampire? Bloody Dracula. Oh, I'm sorry. Bloody Dracula. Yeah, um, 
That changes everything. Boy, so we got a we got a guess for snowboarding. We got a guess for Jeremy. What was your guess again? Speed skating. Speed. So we got a speed speed skating, snowboarding. I guess uh, I'm gonna have to go back to skiing. All right, uh, it is snowboarding. Let's go. Uh, it's a trick in which the rider grabs the tail of the board with both hands. The rear hand grabs the board as it would do during a regular tail grab, but the front hand blindly reaches for the board behind the rider's back. Oh, so like a little, uh, it's like a, it's yeah. a really flexible mm-hmm. movement. That's great radio. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, yeah, and so those were the ones that I that I uh, w- was stunned by. Yeah, and like, so you gave, you gave me a good idea. So I, I found one too. I saw this. I was looking on Twitter, and so this one, this one, it's. I know. I really don't think you guys are gonna get it. So this one's called the choke artist. You guys know what sport no. that is? Basketball. Um, I think that's that's the. Uh, it originated that's in Cleveland. Baseball when when Clayton Kershaw pitches in the playoffs. I thought it I'm originated gonna, from I'm Akron, guess Ohio. Good guesses all around, but it's actually football because Matt Ryan plays football. So <laughs> he actually perfected uh, that one. <laughs> nice plug. Uh, yeah, not we're not biased though. Um, so Brady, that was just objective. I mean, twenty-seven to three, man. Tell me he's not a choker. Twenty-eight to three. Whatever. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so uh, the All-Star Game's happening this weekend. Um, we do have a bet going for uh, Team LeBron versus Team Steph. Uh, whoever loses, uh, yeah, okay. Whoever loses has to. Uh, has to watch an episode of Kevin Can Wait. Each person is assigned an episode if your team loses. Team Steph, so, baby. Let's go, Bill. Yeah, Brady LeBron, LeBron, Team LeBron, team ravaged LeBron by injuries. And Jeremy and Will have Team Steph. So. Team LeBron, um, ravaged by injuries. We're coming. Addition by subtraction, and then addition again. We lost dead weight, and we got better players. Who died? Kevin Love. Oh shit! That's why the Cavs have been so good lately. Porn went out. So did we want to talk about Jeremy? You wanted to talk yeah, this about. Was your oh story. yeah. What is there? So the All Star game. I mean, well, we got all the festivities tonight. I did want to throw a little shout out to the to my boy Quavo Quavo Huncho taking home the MVP of the Celebrity Game. I managed to watch almost in its entirety the Celebrity Game and the Team World Team USA Rising Stars. Challenge last night. I don't the really only know one on why. Quavo, you, we knew you came in as a ball. There's a lot of clips of you on YouTube balling out. How do you feel about your performance today? It was all right. I tried to go for a, I tried to go for a 20 piece, but you know what I'm saying. As long as I had the most points on the floor, that's the way to go. That way. <laughs> well, you got the rest. You got the rest of Migos here, Offset and Takeoff. And tell us a little bit more about. I mean, do you play often? I had to get right for this game. I was making sure the, the left hand was still there. That's it. You guys have a new album out. What more can you tell us about all the projects you're working on right now? Yes, Culture 2 out right now. Number one album in the country. Doing great. We having fun. We do it for the culture. We do it for the youth. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just a nice Friday night. I got real cozy and watched some basketball. And it's very apparent that Team World players were way more intent on winning that game than the USA players. They just wanted to put on a show, and the World players were all lame and kind of boring. But you know what? I'm, t- I'm officially calling it. We're creating beef that might not be there. Buddy Heald decided to throw some shade at halftime with the Andre Iguodala exclusive interview. 
he asked him, of course, so the hard-hitting journalism questions, you know, buddy, what was going through your mind coming into this game? Buddy, you got off to a hot start. You got the world team uh, up to a big lead right now. Um, what were your thoughts going into the game? How did you know you were going to come out and shoot so well? Uh, just come on and stay aggressive. I remember last year we won. You know, everybody stayed aggressive. And uh, we know the USA team is going to be, you know, pre Madonna today. So uh, we're just going to come out and stay aggressive and try to get layups and threes. Well, you guys are doing a great job so far. Uh, what's the message going into the second half? Stay aggressive. Uh, don't let them shoot as much layups and uh, get as much threes as we can. you think any defense will be played tonight? Pardon me? Do you think any defense will be played tonight? A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. It'll pick up in the fourth quarter. It'll pick up in the fourth quarter. But you know what? You know what Team USA always wins in? Freedom. Team World will never have the freedom that we do. It's Rock true. Ball, baby. Yeah, it is true. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I guess Can't the only question, away. I really don't care about the All-Star game or any of this. The question I have, are people still, Are is, is the take still out there? Is it still a burning take that, like, celebrities should do the dunk contest, like not celebrities, like the, the the star players should do the dunk contest. Is that, like I haven't seen any of those takes on my Twitter. I page. don't think people really care about that. I mean, everybody just wants LeBron to do it for some reason still, but like he's not 20 years old anymore. You got to do that when you're young. And the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine dunk contest, kind of like, that was like the year where like people kind of got back into it. And then those weren't like two big names. So I think people are more open to the idea of like, just having young guys who can fly. And just yeah, I definitely don't fun. need our. I don't need superstars doing it. Just leave it for the young kids who got nothing to do in All Star Weekend. Like give them, give them their time to shine. It's fun. Who? Yeah, I, I didn't. Like, I just thought, was wondering if it was still something that people talked about. I don't think it is. Yeah, who? Who? Who is in the dunk contest? Uh, if we can remember, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. He's he's a good dunker. Do you not know who Donovan Mitchell is, Mike? No. All right, get he's out balling here. out. Get he out. might win Rookie of the Year. Larry Nance Jr. Ooh, that's a good one. Who else do we who, have? Who does Donovan Mitchell play for? The Jazz. He's like he's scoring like twenty points a game, and it's pretty he's wild. Been, he's he been had, just a, like he had a around. sick alley oop um, to himself last night, actually. Yeah, it was so actually he, really so cool. He, <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. is in it, and as well as Victor Oladipo. Those are your four contestants. Oh, those are pretty good. Those guys can all like jump out of the gym. Larry Nance can absolutely. Larry sky. Nance can really jump. Donovan Mitchell can jump too. He's, he's Victor Oladipo can sky. They can all. This is going to be a good one. I think it should be pretty fun. Tune uh-huh. in seven o'clock, eight o'clock Eastern. And the the three point contest is tonight too, right? Yes, it is. All the, okay. no, all the fun, all the fun activities are tonight. All the fun activities. The like, skills challenge, three point, and dunk contest. There's like eight people in the three point competition. Jeremy's mad because they snubbed Lori. Yeah, dude, it's bullshit. Tobias Harris can get the hell out of here. Is Clannon or not? Yeah, Steph isn't, but Steph said he'd do it when it was in Charlotte, so shouts out. Steph to the Hornets. I can give you all the three-point contest contestants if you would like. I would like to hear that very, very quick. There are eight of them. Brady was right. It is Devin Booker, Wayne Ellington, <laughs> Paul George, Bradley Beal, <laughs> Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris, <laughs> Kyle Lowry and Eric Gordon. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert uh hey. for Kyle Lowry because that's just a yeah him too big fart Wait, noise. Did you I say Aaron? Eric. Did Gordon. you say Aaron? Eric. Oh, I said Aaron Gordon. I was like, <laughs> nope. What? That dude's in the dunk contest and the three point contest. I was like, God nope. Damn. Our boy Eric for the Rockets who shoot a billion threes a game. I'm so hyped for uh, Ellington to make it Wayne out there. So hyped. 
fuck you. Nope. We need no. Laurie Markkinen. We need him out there because he's objectively 100% not biased, better three-point shooter, and more you fun. You know who I want to see tall. in the three-point contest? I want to see Ersan Ilyasova out there. Does he still play? Oh, oh yeah. He plays yeah. for the Hawks. The Brady, I have the same question. <laughs> well, I just assumed he retired or like he just like didn't get signed by anyone but the nope, Hawks he's, must... he's playing out playing out in but you're telling me you're telling me there's there's nobody on your practice squad who's better than Ursan Ilyasova like I feel like I could find somebody at like okay. a Winona gym hey man he's See, a long time pro the thing is yeah, the old. thing is there probably is but they the Hawks are full on tank mode so they're not getting playing time if there is somebody that's, better that's fair enough Tankapalooza 2018 is gonna be amazing oh yeah there are eight teams right there, right knotted with each other. They're all, it's going to be a mob. Look out for the thing. Hornets, Dark Horse. They were coming for you. No, dude, the Knicks are the real Dark Horse because they weren't in the mob until they've lost eight straight since Bazinger went down. <laughs> mm. They have I really thought... brought themselves into the thick. Yeah, they should just blow it up. Blow it up. Uh, yeah, why not? why not? Why not? I'll take. Uh, you know what? If if I'm as as a representative for the Bucks, I'll take. Uh, I'll take Kyle Quinn off their hands. I like Kyle. Yeah. Did you get Joe Keem? I don't think so. I take. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I would take Joe Keem in a sign and trade, and then trade him to Cleveland because I know he loves it so much. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he'd like? Like, he'd sit out. Like, he'd, like, strike the season if he had to play with LeBron. Like, he would just, like, retire. He like, might. Trade me to I mean, he should, no, he should anyway, but, yeah, I think he would. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, last couple things here to wrap up. Uh, we got to go around and give our stats of the day. Does anybody really want to start? Anybody burning to give theirs? Yes. I'm oh. dying to give mine. All right. Go ahead, man. Yeah, okay. so um, my, uh, my stat of the day here uh, is it's called Hammer and Hank. Um, and it's, it's, a it's a fantastic. So, um, if you take away Hank Aaron's 755 home runs, he still has more than 3000 hits. Jeez. Wow. He's really got a spray chart. Well, that's pretty wild. That means he'd be pretty close to Pete Rose. I mean, closest. Is he second on the list? Who's second on the all-time hits list? I'm on it. You guys give your stats of the day. All right, yeah, so I'll go next. Um, So I found this, uh, and uh, it's a basketball stat. Uh, So, you know, Dennis Rodman, you know, everybody says he's a good good defender, you know. He's always been considered one of the best defenders. And uh, here's a little fact about him. Dennis Rodman, in a single season, has never averaged more than one block or one steal ever in a single season. But he won D- he's won DPOI twice, and he's a seven-time defensive all-first team. Uh, Jeremy, I want to let you know, um, Ty Cobb has the second most hits of all time, followed by Hank Aaron. How close are they? Um, Ty Cobb has 4,189, and Hank Aaron has 3,771. Obviously, P. Rose has 4,256. Oh, okay. Wow, so Ty Cobb wasn't too far away. Ty no, Cobb pretty good. no, he wasn't. Okay. He's also a cheap bastard. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, right, so, so mine, go. so mine has uh, something to do with <laughs> the not necessarily a stat. <laughs> it's a fun fact. Once again, talking about the, it's in remembrance as well. Talking about the dunk contest. Um, in 2014. The winner of the dunk contest. He was actually the dunker of the night. 
it was John Wall because for some stupid reason in 2014 in New Orleans, they tried a new format for the dunk contest, if anybody remembers, which I didn't at all until today. They just did Team East and Team West. The first round was just a minute and a half freestyle, just have your three guys go out there and do dunks. And then in the end, they must have gave the victory to Team East and said that John Wall was the dunker of the night. So I thought that was the dumbest thing I've seen in recent memory. Because I that don't even remember it happening. I forgot that that even existed. I had yeah, no I, recollection that even happened. So the only, I vaguely no, remember that. So the stat is that there is one, only one dunker of the night in All-Star history, and it's John Wall. I want to make uh, a move here to name um, uh, Brady as the second ever dunker of the night. So that so there are only two dunkers of the night in history, and it's Brady and John Wall. I do dunk Oreos yeah. very efficiently. You get a sp- the key is you got to get a spoon and you drop the whole thing in your cup, and then you just scoop out the spoon with it like with a spoon like it's cereal, and then you get milk and a cookie. Or don't be a child yeah. and get your fingers wet. Eh, well, but I don't want to. I don't want to contaminate it. Well, see, the thing is, sometimes when it goes to the bottom, the glass is too narrow, and you can't, you know, get well, down there. Yeah, and you wait, and then you waited too long. You can't let it, I'm, you can't I am, get too soaked. Oh, I am officially no, you, opposed. No, you let that sit in there until it's until it's mush. I'm 100% opposed to the spoon, but we don't have to get into that. I I am just going to consider. I'm going to call Brady Dunker Dunker of the what Dunker of the night. That's what it was. Dunker of the night, Brady. Every time you introduce yourself for the podcast, you need to call yourself. Uh, and I'm Dunker of the night, Brady Kaiser. That works for me. All right, cool. I'll forget cool. next week. So. Um, I've got a, I've got a stat. If there's no one else who has to go before me, um, I mean, Dave, Jeremy, did you want to do him. Jeremy? Did you want to do uh, your Kevin can wait or no? <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, oh no, no, wait. Bill's got to do a stat. I'm sorry, Bill. Go ahead. Can you do your stat for us? I mean, you know, I had a lot of uh, anticipation for this one, but now it's kind of died down. So who knows? <laughs> um, so in 1957. 25-year-old Mickey Mantle hit for a career-high batting average and on-base percentage. His slash line was 365, 512, 665. Oh, my God. So, pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, He did not lead the league in any of those because 38-year-old Ted Williams hit 388, 526, 731. Oh, my God. Good for 9.7 war. Uh, None of those were career highs for Ted Williams. Oh, that poor bastard. Yeah, that poor old Mickey Mantle. You poor bastard. Wow. Didn't Ted Williams go to war? Yeah, twice. Goddamn American hero. Should've, maybe he should have done better mm-hmm. the first time. He would have had to go back a second time. Bill, your, st- your stat, psh, it blew my mind. Good job. Yeah, Thanks. that was great. So All right. Uh, Jeremy, bo- Jeremy, bo- <laughs> Jeremy bo- it was worth the wait. Jeremy, before uh, before you give us your update on Kevin Kinway, can you explain to the people what this even is uh, for all our new uh, all our new listeners? So, if you haven't already heard by now, Kevin Can Wait is like the worst TV show on television at the moment. It's got to be up there, right? No, it's not the worst. It's one of the Young worst. Young Sheldon is the worst, but it's, it's the second. <clears throat> so. We as a podcast are always trying to improve. We're always trying to get better. That's just what we do. We grind, we grind, we grind every day. So if somebody screws up, they come unprepared, no stat of the day, something like that. Or they just, like Mike earlier today, just decides to call our Olympian red something. He decided to call him Art, but you know, we rolled with it, so we're not going to throw a flag at him like that. That's what we do if something happened. We throw a flag. That was flag eligible. That was it bad. was, but I'm, I was okay with it because I rolled with it too. 
So when somebody does something wrong, they get flagged. You have you have to watch your designated a Kevin can wait episode, and you must give a recap the next episode. I did not have one last episode, so I'm here to give you a recap of episode five. Here we go. So first of all, within the first minute, I made sure I was checking. There were six laugh tracks in the first minute. That's always big time. That's <laughs> because they're so funny. No, 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 those are, what's a laugh, what's a laugh track? Those are people laughing, right? Yeah, it was filmed in front of a live studio audience. We just like to call them the laugh track. They are live. No, it's a laugh track. (laughs) So, this episode was about classic husband-wife anniversary stuff, that's the lead-in, and then, oh my god, Kevin lied about one of their, missing one of their anniversaries. What? So it's a moral no. episode. It's Whoa. about no. It's about lying to your spouse. We've never seen that on network TV before. Never. Nope. Mm-mm. So him and his wife are out to dinner with him and one of his other black police buddies that have retired. His name's Goody because his last name's like Goodwin or Goodman or something. I don't know. They just call him Goody. So they're telling stories about their past anniversaries and oh my god, honey, Kevin, why? To tell them the story about why you couldn't make our anniversary a few years ago. He's like, no, 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 we can't tell about that story because, you know, it's like my, my brain, PTSD or something, it hurts. But, like, he tells the story, they were chasing a dirt bag. And that's the, that's the word they use. They were chasing a dirt bag. No way. <laughs> yep, believe it. And it turns out his buddy, Goody, was falling behind because he had just eaten and he was cramping up or something to that effect. Ask and, it alive. Oh. Ask it alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin... <laughs> Kevin is chasing this dirt bag up onto the roof, and he's like, oh no, he slips and almost falls off the roof, and he's dangling from the from the gutter, like, like all the time in TV. And then he falls, but it's into a garbage can, big dumpster, but it has garbage in it, so he didn't die. He could have died, you guys. He could have died when he fell in that dumpster. And the trash was supposed to be picked up earlier that day, and it didn't, so, oh my god, stroke of luck. Wow. I wish the... Somebody, were, somebody was looking out for him. Kind of wish somebody would have done their job and picked up that trash. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> but their job wouldn't have been done until they took him out too. So crazy, <laughs> so crazy <laughs> twist. Goody's looking at him. Yeah, that is a funny story. Cause oh my god, it was his story. That was his. That was his story. He told his wife to get out of an anniversary. I was once. gonna say there's a zero percent chance that Kevin was not the person who was cramping up because he had just eaten because that is his entire character. Yep, you got it. You nailed it. You called network TV. <laughs> so, yep, of course he's in a big conundrum. He's he's lied. He's lied to his wife for this long, and he can't tell her the truth now. And Goody's pissed, so he goes to confession. Real good stuff. Father, they're just the father says he's going to hell for being a liar essentially he's like oh no i really like those ideas that's really good kevin that's really good no this is the path to hell and then after that he's like you need to do this hail mary's all that you need to tell your wife and then no more lying kevin no more lying and then they have a jets moment he goes j-e-t-s and the pastor goes jets 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 it what yep but wasn't that didn't they go from something like very serious to like oh it wasn't it wasn't serious at all it was like a joke no you're going to hell (laughs) ha 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 it was supposed to be funny. Eternal damnation is funny. Laugh. Well, okay, you know what? I I flipped. Laugh. I flipped. Please Only clap. a genius could make that funny. Kevin James is a genius. We're all in agreement. 
<laughs> so yeah. after their this year's anniversary night, they're having actually a really good time, having fun. Ooh, what are we going to do next? And he's like, well, hopefully whatever it is, say next is not going to take down the night because he's going to tell her the truth finally. And what do you know? It kills the whole night. Who knew? What? And I, was, and, I didn't. Oh, and I'm thinking at the time, dude, she's totally going to divorce him. I mean, why else would Lena Dunham come into the second season? She's gone. She's looking for the door. <laughs> and then, yeah. I mean, not in the episode, but she's totally going to do it. Can we, right? She's totally going to divorce him. Oh, no, no. I, it has to. Spoiler. Oh, she dies. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's, that, this show is so well written, it just keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Who know, Who can say for sure? Yeah. But anyway, so they had their little talk. It's okay. I've lied. Remember this one year? We both forgot our anniversary. No, you don't remember because we both forgot. Whatever. So then to the very end, before the credits, everything's good. He apologized. Goody told the truth. Everything's good. They're back in a foursome where the episode started having dinner at Kevin's house. Ooh, saucy. So then Kevin goes, made dinner for everyone as an apology, and, you know, it's it's gluten-free pasta and low-sugar sauce. And then what happens, can we all guess? They all spit Taste it out the children. They all, all spit it out? All these adults, grown people, spit out the food like children. And then, should we go to the restaurant we were at the beginning of the episode? Da, 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 and the episode's over. Wow. Roll it. I always leave these updates just like, thinking about my life differently because it just changes me. It changes me because I was always taught that if you work hard and you eventually like get good at something, someone will pay you for it. But clearly these writers, they don't work hard on the show and they clearly aren't good. But yet someone keeps paying them to write these garbage scripts. So I feel like I picked the wrong profession. See, I have a different viewpoint than you guys. To say that I was captivated by Jeremy's retelling of the of the episode would be an understatement. I was, I was, I mean, I I was hooked on every word. Enthralled I, I couldn't tear might be myself away. I can only imagine what it was like to actually watch the episode for myself. Roller coaster, roller coaster. It's, yes. I just, I'm still, I'm, I'm stunned uh, that the genius of Kevin. James, is that he can make hell and eternal damnation funny. Well, see, he did the same thing with uh, CTE. Yeah, see? I mean, this guy and turning a bad husband on dark episode. subjects, it takes, it takes a brilliant man. Sure. It, I mean, I mean it that's, takes, that's real comedy. It is. It is. I, haven't, I, haven't, I mean, I haven't seen this sort of artistic genius since Bach. Or since, like, Frasier. Yeah. Do not uh, talk bad about Frasier. I wasn't talking bad. Since the Three Stooges. I love the Three right. Stooges. Or since I'm sure the exact same episode happened in like season two of King of Queens. <laughs> no. No way they would reuse plot lines. All right. No. So um, usually we end. Uh, thanks for the update. Who's got the next? Who's got the next? Right, it's me play? next week. I got episode six. Okay. Uh, and so we usually um, end the show by by getting a little uh, little nostalgic and going back in time to listen to some of our, our favorite calls from the past. And so this week it is my turn, and I am going to have us end the show uh, with a, a great call by whoever 
uh, is with Wayne Larrabee. Uh, at the end of the Packers-Cardinals uh, playoff game in which Aaron Rodgers completes his second Hail Mary to one Jeff Janis. Um, so enjoy. We'll see you guys next week. Later, boys. Rodgers in the shotgun, three receivers right, one to the left. Rodgers looks it over, Starks to his left. Now he moves Starks to the right side. Snap to A-Rod, looking downfield, being flushed. Rolling left, winds up, rainbows it high and deep into the end zone. It's high point and it caught. It is caught for a touchdown. Yes! A miracle. <laughs> until the day I die. Jeff Janis, gross. Like, you get, you go 100 yards in, like, in 30 seconds on two plays, you have all the momentum, and then you kick the extra point and go to overtime. Like, fuck you, Mike McCarthy. Go win the game, you soppy. Right. You're on the road in the playoffs. That's when you go for the win. That's, that's the old adage, right? At home, go for the tie. On the road, go for the win. Hell Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to hit the over. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. 24 points by one team and 14 I mean, points by the other in two minutes. You'll never know because you'll be asleep. No, I was talking about the, half, the first half over. We have two minutes okay. to put up some points. Kyrie almost carried a little brown. Hey, conspiracy. Kyrie just threw that off his leg on purpose because he didn't want to get the brown. I, I'm I'm all in on that. Is Joel Embiid sitting as part of his minutes restriction? Probably. <laughs> Could you imagine if he got hurt for the rest of the season there again in the All Star game? <laughs> that ma- that that made me so angry last year when people were like, "Oh, um, Joel Embiid should win um, Rookie of the Year, even though he's been in the league for three years and he's on a minutes restriction. He's only played thirty games." I thought that was pretty stupid too. It's dark in here now. Team Steph, show up or show out. Yeah. James, oh my god. Dude, they're all hungover. They're probably on that VM. <laughs> Clank. Oh, Clank. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. We got her. Let's go. Ooh. Man, what a half of all-star basketball. We're at Mike, we're at 75. What do we need to get to? 84 apiece. Fuck. <laughs> hey, they could turn it up in the second half. That's about the only chance it has. That's 168 apiece. And that's to get the over, right? Yeah. Woo! Who hit that? Debo. Victor. 
See, this has actually kind of been like a close game. Like, I know it's not like a great defense. Clank is hot. But like, at least it's close. And like, they're just like firing back and forth. Right. Why don't you just let him hit that three-pointer? Let's go. James Harden just got absolutely picked his pocket by James by Paul George. You know, we really rallied around Team Steph in hopes that he makes that step back three, and I really need it. Plank with the last one. Oh no! I wanted I wanted Steph to throw up a seventy-five footer off balance with a minute and a half or a second and a half left. Team Steph is just tearing apart at the seams. Like, my esophagus is closing for them. <laughs> See, you know what I don't understand is we have, uh, you know, Dan Choney as our coach. Like, we should be winning. We have a, a thousand three-point shooters on our team. I mean, that's all he does on, on the Rockets is shoot threes. I mean, perfect. All right. Um, and, and Team LeBron has Dwayne Casey as their head coach, so you know they're going to choke. I'm not taking uh, any crap from uh, anyone. I'm going to bed. Pussy. Mike is going to bed with his team down two at half. And um, doubling down. Hey, if anyone, if anyone on the other team wants to go and double, or double, uh, double down in the Kevin Can Wait episodes, I'm down. I'm doubling. I'm doubling down. You can't double. Oh, double down on what? If someone wants to bet me two. So one of you two wants to bet me too that you think Steph's team is gonna win. No. No, I'm not gonna do that. Scared. Scared. Go to bed. No. I'm so confident I'm going to bed. Yeah, get out of here. It's not that I'm scared, it's because I don't want to watch two episodes of Kevin Gray. Yeah, because you're scared Steph's gonna lose. No. Three points in fourteen minutes. Bomb. Bum, W, Second half player, third Mike, quarter. Third quarter Mike, is his best hey, best quarter. Mike, when you walk out early, say hi to Mike, Mike Wahlberg for me. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Because he walked out early, He walked out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He thought they were going to win. LeBron. No, yeah, yeah, LeBron. He thought they were going to lose, my bad. Yes, yes. Book it, LeBron, W. So, okay, so if you're going double nothing when you lose, you're going to have to watch like five episodes, right? No, because no, cause no one will bet me. You're too scared. Okay. I'll, you know what? No, I'm actually not going to do it. I got, yeah, I got smarts. No, I have smarts. Steph just gave a great halftime interview. I'm revamped. They're going to win. If I had to watch 40 bet minutes. Me that, Jeremy. If I had to watch 40 minutes of Kevin Kuwait, I'd rather put hot cinders in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Night, guys. I Wow. What a bitch. What a f- what a bitch. You're right. That's the only <laughs> word for it. Hey.